1: We highly advise you not to listen to this podcast. It isn't very good, number one. It rambles a lot. It goes to various subjects, number two. And you may have a seriously bad day having listened to it because it is cursed. (laughs) Welcome to the Box Set Pod. Uh, This week, supported by a great website, trustedvegas.com. Oh, God, no. Not sure if I've mentioned it yet, but if you know (laughs) someone who's thinking of going to Vegas, or if you yourself have ever thought of it... Do you know what? I was thinking about Christian a lot this week. Christian Talbot joins us again this week. I was thinking about Christian... Um, Yeah, because um, I listened back to the podcast, and I wish I'd said more clearly... Vegas is about um, anything you want and that's why the majority of people would think that Vegas is about girls drinking and gambling because a lot of people are interested in those three things but um, my experience of Vegas the reason I loved it so much was because that was my expectation and then I went and I realised that what comes with the most capitalist city in the world possibly is also the best food, the best, uh, you know, museums, the best day trips, the best, just the, anything you want to do. You're in this deregulated state. You want to hire a speedboat on Lake Mead? Drive up to the Hoover Dam, Christian? Uh, uh, well, there you go. TrustinVegas.com. <laughs> So, welcome. Tonight we're going to be talking about the jinx and some other things as we come towards Christmas. But I need to explain something first, right? Uh, I woke up this morning, and from the moment I woke up, my day was jinxed. And that is the subject of today. I have literally spent a day just trying to sort shit out. You know, like, in every walk of my life, in everything that I do, somebody had emailed me first thing going, (gasps) Disaster this thing has fallen apart can you fix it Mm -hmm. and it Mm -hmm. took me till four o'clock today to finally get on top of everything and i just thought all along the way i just went this nothing like this has happened for a week and everything has happened at once and then marcia and mel both pull out of the podcast for for different reasons this week jack um we are going to be able to get jack on He's at least coming out of his power cut. But then Matt just texted me now saying um, he has just experienced a power cut, which may mean it's difficult to get hold of him. So is it a coincidence? Is the universe telling us that the week we talk about something called the jinx, (laughs) that we are essentially jinxed, and what it also means for Christian is that it's me, you and Jamie to begin this
2: Hello. podcast. <laughs> I'm now worried that something awful is going to happen to me. There's a piano going to fall in my head or some shit like that? am I'm, yeah.
1: I'm worried for you. I'm worried that just your association with me down Skype is going to... You know, yeah, let's just. All we can hope is that we can all survive till the end of this podcast. Well,
3: yeah, my microphone screwed up as well, hasn't it? Exactly. That's a jinx as well. Exactly, the freaking jink-a-thon.
1: Yeah, although Jamie does sound better now. Um, he does. It, 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 although you do keep doing something. Are you rubbing your chin on the phone every so often, Jamie? Uh-huh.
3: Um, no, I'm um, not I'm not touching the mic at all with my face. Christian's
1: got quite a big beard. Are you rubbing your chin? Every so often there's oh, like a sandpaper sound coming no. from somebody. Oh, oh, well, there we go. Um, so the podcast, uh, yeah, jinked so far, but we'll try and get Jack on in a moment. Um Christian, have you carried on watching The Wire this week? Of course, you were on last week. you would never seen The Wire. Christian watched The Wire. That's where we were I've
2: watched. I've only got a chance to watch one more episode, okay. and uh, but I am going to continue on. I, I I I am scheduled to watch a couple this evening. When hey, um, good. This yeah,
1: there, there was that noise again. Who was <clears throat> that? What did you was just it, do? Was it
3: Was it me? Oh. I don't think it was me.
1: God, this this podcast is a write-off. A
3: freaking jinx, man!
1: <laughs> Come on. Maybe we should just not bother. Let's try and get our work experience boy Jack on the phone. Christian, um, mm-hmm. just to figure out where everyone is with the jinx. Have you started the jinx?
2: I have I have seen all of the jinx. Whoa! Oh! Whoa.
1: And and was that before last week or is that?
2: It was. Uh, I, I okay, did, fine. You did say to me last week, "Have I seen the jinx?" And I went, "No." And it was only because I didn't recognise the title of it as yeah. the uh, as being what it was.
1: Oh yeah, you emailed yes, me afterwards, going, is, yeah. "Is that the one about Robin?" <laughs> um, hey that... hey, Jack, are you there? Jack.
0: Of jinx. course, of course,
1: he's not. Of course he's not. Why would, he be, why would he be there? It just says he's there. Um, okay, so Christian's watched it. Jamie, you've watched all of the Jinx, haven't you? Damn straight. Okay. And, <laughs> um, and I have as well. So we could be just talking about something we've all seen. But I've got other things to talk about tonight as well. Let's let's um do the news first what's the latest box set news jamie
3: well of course um yeah the boxsetpod.com slash news this is where i upload all the news and uh last week the nominations for the golden globes came out and it was a snub sesh oh, of yeah. the highest order um yeah there's a, a the globes are a weird one because they're a bit random Some of the categories are a bit random. You know, they have like a comedy section, musical section. There's some odd categories, and it's also voted for by the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. And I'm not saying that they can be bribed, but rumours are that they can be bribed. And and, uh, what's happened is the nominations have come out. The big big, uh, snub, really is in the TV drama category where they somehow missed out House of Cards, they've missed out Homeland, they've missed out The Walking Dead, they missed out Downton Abbey. But most bizarrely, they've missed out the final season of Mad Men. How in the world do they not include that in the best TV drama category? Now, uh, having said that, John Hamm got a nomination for best actor for don draper but Mad Men was amazing there was an incredible final season i just get a nomination and i, I, I want I tell you what does empire gets one yeah. and uh, <laughs> outlander
0: what? and Jeez. i mean
3: there's some bizarre shows so that was another one in the comedy category Parks and Recreation's final season didn't get a nomination he did the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt that got what? zero nominations <laughs> uh, yeah nothing for Jessica Jones Netflix didn't do too badly but lost out in a lot of a um, lot of TV shows really didn't get a lot for Daredevil anything like that uh, but Mad Men was the standout thing that when I saw I couldn't believe what I was seeing when I'm I saw the drama category it was absolutely what ridiculous fuck Mad yeah. Men
1: uh, who's who is judging it i mean who are the judges it's Just foreign a,
3: press Ho- hollywood foreign press
1: association so have none of them watched mad men i mean that can that can be, be the know. only answer it's, it's
3: weird i mean because they've won awards before mad men for being awesome but and you think the final season would at least get a nod like a tip of the cap mm-hmm. um other yes. news uh sherlock's got the uh, Abominable Bride trailer has just come out. The BBC released a trailer for the the one-off Victorian special. Mm. It's gone New Year's Day. Mm. It's going back to ye old Conan Doyle style um, times, but it's actually not a Conan Doyle story. The story is created and written by Stephen Moffat and Mark Gattis, so it's not even like based on a Conan Doyle novel. Um, This could be good or bad. I think the trailer looks really interesting. It looks like they're going for that you know they're not because one of the things that annoys you how well i know is that they get too lost in the relationship between watson and sherlock yeah this looks like it's really sort of like just focusing on the the mystery and the drama of the actual narrative and uh the season four returns 20 end of 2016 we'll see the arrival of season four of sherlock back in modern day london right which is good uh lastly Channel Five has bagged X Files. The revamp of X Files is coming on to Channel Five. Just rewind a
1: minute, Christian. What do you yeah. think of uh, Sherlock? Where do you stand on Sherlock? Uh,
2: when it first came on, I was I was pretty. Um, uh, I, I I I didn't know what to make of it. To be honest with you, I I I, I thought trying to make a, a modern day Sherlock, I thought was just going to be a little bit kind of cheesy. Mm. But actually, when I watched it. <clears throat> I thought it was very, very good indeed. But I'm a little bit sceptical about, the, new, about the, the, the Christmas episode where it sort of goes back in time. Mm. Um, I just don't know how that kind of fits in with, I mean, are they the same characters? Or are they supposed to be the, the old-fashioned, you know, um, mm. Sherlock again? Or uh, It yeah. just, just seems a bit gimmicky to me, to be quite honest. Mm, yeah, it's a good think. point, actually. Yeah,
3: I, I agree with that. It if could be gimmicky. Who
1: is, it, is it Matt that does the excellent impression of Moriarty? Which of course oh, yes, is, t- is, Christian yeah. could actually judge. Oh, <laughs> 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 That's <He>, very good. <laughs> he's,
2: a fanta- he's a fantastic actor. Yeah. He's is um, great, yeah. isn't he? His name escapes. Is, what is his. Um... Fantastic. Oh, <laughs> what's his name? Sherlock. I forgot it. Um... Sherlock. <laughs> oh. it's, um, it's Andrew Scott is his name.
1: Ah, yeah. Hello. Oh there Hello. he is. Matthew Wandless. Will you just do the do an impression of um uh, uh of of Moriarty,
0: please? Um uh <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's not very nice to throw that at someone when they're Come on. trapped in the dark. <laughs> Come on. Um, Oh, Sherlock! What a, what a, what a lovely evening it's nice to see you. But no, I'm very angry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, okay, so Matt is uh, Matt is jinxed. We, Matt, everything has gone wrong today. And I'm um, so sorry. It's because we're talking about the jinx. Marsh pulled out. Mel's pulled out. Jamie's computer doesn't work, and uh, you have now caught the power the power cut f- bug from Jack. Yeah, uh, Who we also can't get on the phone. So, what's going on? Is it, You've literally just had a power cut in London, I believe.
0: I've I, I no idea. I mean, I, I literally sat down, uh, plugged my mic in, and everything went. Oh my God, it is. It's the fucking Jeez. podcast. That is, yeah, yeah. Oh. It is. There's, there's, I mean, that's conclusive. That's it absolutely is. conclusive. I'm just just
1: so sorry, everyone. I feel like I started it because this started for me at about six o'clock this morning. So, um, has has the whole house gone off? The what's what's? Yeah, everything. Fridge, uh,
0: you know, baby monitor.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love how fridge is the top of the things to worry about.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. What am I going to eat? What am I going to do? You're going to have to drink all the wine. No, I'll tell you what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to get a bloody pizza in. (laughs) <laughs> what a tragedy. a
1: tragedy! Excellent, excellent. Well, Matt, I'm just in Manchester, which I'm not sure if you've heard of it. It's it's a city. Um, it's quite near London, but it's got it's much Mm. cheaper to buy a house Uh, you get garden space and a driveway and stuff and I'm just sat here looking at one two three four lights are on just soft soft lights my Christmas tree is up and the lights are on I've also got the gas gas fire on next to me which of course is imitation open fire Uh, and I'm lying here recording the podcast in front of the fire in just a warm bright home really with a very low mortgage it
0: sounds um, (laughs) it sounds amazing I don't know why I haven't heard of it. Where should, is
1: it? You should come up sometime. You should wait. You should hang on. There. Wait. Did you say hey, it's you come up? Just, <laughs> yeah. Is it north of
0: is it north of the M25?
1: <laughs> I'm afraid it is. Yes. Okay. It's north yeah. of Stonebridge. Uh, that
0: explains a lot. That explains a <laughs> lot. <That> explains the <laughs> way you talk, the way the, the TV shows you like, uh, <laughs> uh, the, the way you the podcast has never been interrupted for your wine delivery.
1: <laughs> is. This yes, is sir. true. This is true. Um, well, Matt, best of luck to you down there. um I take it you have seen the uh, the jinx. I saw the first episode and I I was uh, I was very intrigued. Oh shit, you've um, only seen the first episode. So you are the only person I was, only told, person. To
0: the, I was yeah. told to only watch the first episode. Yeah, yeah, you're
1: the only person this week who can be the guinea pig. <laughs> Oh, no! Oh, see, so of
0: course we, we
2: can't actually say anything about the ending then either, can we?
1: No, we can't. Why don't you give us? Yeah, uh, damn, damn right! Get, let's let's see if we can squeeze this um, the entire court session into one minute. Um, yeah. Matthew, how did you find the first episode?
0: Well, I mean, what I was going to say was, I think it's unfair to judge it on the first episode because it, it, it's a grabber, uh, and I I'm, I'm I'm really interested. Yeah. Um, but they don't give an awful lot away in the first episode.
1: So give us the blurb. What What is it? For anyone who's not seen it, what um, is the jinx? It's, a,
0: it's about a, a man who's part of a very wealthy um, Manhattan... What uh, um, They seem to be property owners. That seems to be all they do. They just have all these amazing properties. Yes. Uh, at one point, they reel off all the addresses, and I actually noticed, noticed one of them's on Times Square, so that might be quite expensive. Yeah. Uh, maybe not as expensive as London, but uh, we'll see. Mm. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's about uh, a member of this family who sort of goes rogue, um, and, uh, is accused of murder, uh, a couple of murders. Mm. Uh, and then when, when he's arraigned for one of them, he disappears, uh, and then sort of crops up a few years later in, uh, in Texas, mm. uh, and is accused of another one. And that's about as far as I got really. It's the start of his, um, his legal process mm. and, um, and yeah, I uh, should point out, uh, and, and, he's, is... and he's about to do an interview with um the director of the person, uh, the, sorry, the director of the film that was made about his life.
1: That's correct. So uh, that, that is quite—it's quite a lot in the first episode because I, I remember the first episode is basically just showing like a chopped-up body and stuff. And we should point out to anyone that doesn't know this is a true story. Oh yeah, yeah, true story, true story. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> OK, well, thanks, Matt. Um, and so you, I take it you're going to carry on with it? I am going to carry on, yeah. OK. What's your favourite Christmas film, Matt? Uh, Die Hard. <laughs> Die Hard. What's your second favourite Christmas film? Better be Muppet's Christmas
0: Carol. It is Muppet's Christmas Carol,
1: yeah. Good, <laughs> good. <laughs> good. And what's your third favourite Christmas film, Matthew? Um, uh,
0: planes, Trains and Automobiles.
1: Oh, excellent. Excellent, yeah. lovely, good. All right. Well, um, have you got any questions for us? At the court on on the jinx. Uh, no, I don't want to know anything. Okay. All right. Well. Um, oh, I believe Jack might be here now. Jack, I am. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Jack. Why don't you? Are you still How in a power cut? Okay, Matt. Matt, say say right. goodbye everyone to Matt, who has caught the power cut off Jack. Bye, Matt. Bye, Matt. Bye. 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 Godspeed. Bye. God's Godspeed. There he goes in Dickensian, London. Um, Jack, why don't you tell us now what Matt is about to experience? Matt's just had a power cut.
4: Oh, uh, I haven't watched Fear the Walking Dead, but I know it's about the start of the zombie apocalypse, and I can guarantee that programme will start with a power cut. <laughs> That's how <laughs> it makes me feel. <laughs> it is horrible. Well, Absolutely horrible. Is it? How long did it
1: last for? Are you still experiencing it?
4: about a week oh my god and all the shops all the shops were shut so you couldn't go and buy anything and everywhere was flooded so you couldn't go anywhere and ever since then the internet connection has been shoddy so that's why it all of a sudden went down before
1: yeah you are a bit um you're a bit shaky as well but let's keep you as long as we can welcome to the jinxed podcast uh jack so jack (sighs) meet christian christian was on last week um I don't, suppose you've heard, uh, I don't suppose you've heard the podcast from last week, have you? No, I haven't had a chance to listen to it. So where do you live exactly? It's Lancaster, is it?
4: Yeah, it's just outside of Lancaster.
1: And there's uh, literally, f- like, the streets have been water, have they?
4: Well, water and, like, a lot of shit.
1: Really? Been- oh, no!
3: <laughs> you did see that on the BBC News. <laughs> <laughs> I should yeah. have done a bit on the the the, 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 rib, the the shit in the streets, man. That would have really got me.
1: Yeah, you join me now surrounded by shit in the streets. <laughs> it's been this way for a week now. Uh, Jack joins me. He's really pissed off. He's trying to get into Safeway to get a pack of fags. Unbelievable. Um, so, yeah, that that sounds horrendous. Do you think if people lived in London, Look, now we've not got any Londoners on the podcast here, do you think if this was in London and it was a week of power cut, do you think people would have stood for it?
4: Oh, definitely, yeah. I, I didn't really see much of the news. Because I didn't have any sort of access to it. But from what I have seen of it, it was sort of, oh, there's a few floods. <laughs> bit out of hand.
2: Nothing to be worried about.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So I think you mean <laughs> people would have kicked off. off rather than they'd have stood for it. But yes.
2: Oh, there'd be a national emergency, wouldn't there? Yeah. They'd, yeah, definitely. They'd bring in the soldiers and all that shit.
1: Yeah, big time. Frightening. You saw what happened with those riots. Have them every week, don't you, Christian?
2: Uh, riots? <laughs> no, am not here anymore. Well, right.
1: not where I am. Well, that's good. That's good. I was <laughs> <laughs> just, just trying to think of the last London disaster of any kind. And, uh, <laughs> just thought the riots...
0: Well.
4: Yeah, yeah. So you're all right now, Jack? Uh, just about, yeah. There's still a bit of lasting repercussions of roads not being opened and stuff like that, but all the shit's been cleared in the streets so. <laughs> <laughs> Was there tell us about the shit, Jack? Well it was just sort of whizzing round all in the water. Um hey, could you see were you actually looking at
1: fully formed
4: turds? <laughs> <laughs> well see where I am, it's all countryside, so it was more animal than human oh. And how oh, could yeah. you how could you tell? By, <laughs> a, by the size if a human producing that then so yeah
1: not nice a
2: smell i'd imagine
4: <laughs> yeah right. was
1: it did, did so so what do you uh okay any any other highlights of living with a power cup for a week jack what's it mean in the house
4: it means the first day You bond a lot, and after the first day, you hate a lot. (laughs) That's great.
1: I love that. Oh, do you know what? We've stopped looking at our screens all the time. We're together as a family. Day two, get the fucking TV working. (laughs) Brilliant. (sighs) Well, it's nice to have you back. Maybe, maybe the one good thing that could come out of this is that maybe Jack didn't have time to watch the
4: whole of the jinx. Did you watch the whole of the jinx? I missed episode five. Apart from that, I've watched I skipped what? the last one. <laughs> you, Whoa. Hang on a minute. You missed the last sk- episode? No, no, I've watched the last episode. I skipped episode five, though, the one before the last episode. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. Why? I just didn't have time to fit it in. Busy schedule and <laughs> not much power. Uh,
1: okay, all right. So there's now three of us here, four of us who have watched the Jinx. So uh, I think that's it for this week. Thanks, everyone. Um, <laughs> every, everyone watched the Jinx. Yeah? Everyone's watched it. It's pretty good, isn't it? How can <laughs> we? How can we talk about the Jinx without spoiling the Jinx? Oh, there's no uh, way. I don't think we can. Yeah, it's impossible. I think the only thing we oh, have to I, go on, Christian. Go on, go on.
2: I think I could give one criticism of it. Oh. Is that It is, that it is overly long. I it is stretched out. There, it could easily have been fitted into how many episodes? Was it? six episodes.
1: Yeah, um, six
2: it could have been easily fitted into five or
1: four. They said, and I think, uh, I mean, Michael Jackson said, "The children are the future," and Jack being essentially a child, <laughs> um, I think he has. <laughs> I think he's figured it out for us, Christian. I think he was right yeah, to only has. watch five episodes because it's. I agree with you. In that last episode, I was like. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was an entire episode building up to an amazing ending, you know. All credit yeah. to them. And to be honest, if I'd got a scoop like that, I think I'd have probably milked it for all it's worth as well. But it was definitely. Yeah. It went from telling his story to telling the filmmaker's story a little bit too much. Towards yeah, it.
2: absolutely. Yeah.
1: But we're yeah. criticizing something phenomenal, aren't we?
2: Yes. I yeah. Mean, it's. It's very worthwhile watching. The other thing I would say is, and I don't know if you guys sort of kind of noticed this, but it was it was a kind of a running joke hmm. um, with myself and my wife and my friend Sharon as we were watching it um, a while back, hmm. and uh, and that's the theme music. I just think the theme music is totally inappropriate for the <laughs> I can't for the remember show. It, it seems yeah. like it should be theme music for a hmm? Sorry.
1: Well, go on. With feel like it should be. No, theme music I, I, for what?
2: I, I just it's it sounds like it should be the theme music for something like True Detective or something, rather than. Oh yeah, it. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. I don't understand what you mean. Yeah, yeah.
1: What is it? Yeah. Just overly. Um, what mysterious? Is it a bit...
2: No, I just think it's kind of just a little bit too sort of raw. It's a little bit kind of too rocky. I think for a. Ah. Um, I just I don't know. I just it just kind of jarred, just kind of jarred a little bit with it. I did like it. I do like the theme. But yeah. didn't. I just yeah. didn't think it would. It wouldn't have been my first choice. I don't
1: know. Well, they do have. Um, I mean, the the filmmakers clearly wear beards, don't they? And you can't really trust anyone who wears beards. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all <what> you say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: so, um, if you, the one thing we have to say very clearly is that if you've never watched The Jinx, the lives and deaths of Robert Durst. Never do not Google it to find out. Don't just do not no. Google anything about it because it'll come up with news stories about it that will ruin what is one of the best documentaries that you'll ever see. I think. Um, Ooh. what's what was funny for me was that I got to the end episode and it took me right up until the last moment, right up until that point when you realize something is happening, and <clears throat> I realized that I had lay in the bath about six months ago and actually um read slash watched slash listened to the thing that happens <laughs> i'd read a new story <laughs> and luckily i have such a crap memory i couldn't remember and yeah. it only occurred to me just before it happened but i mean that's all we just can't say anymore can we Yeah,
4: it's
3: it's so hard, isn't it? I mean, it's he, he the character Robert Robert Durst is just he's the most fascinating, just totally engaging and creepy individuals and it's what makes the show so good it's just it's just him just it's it's how unpredictable his behavior yeah. and and then when he you know yeah. when the interview because i i didn't the, the first episode you don't they just it's, it's about him and then uh, then, uh, then they get the interviews with him and he's just fascinating to hear talk as well that's that's the thing about it he's just an amazing subject to to just focus on
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, blinking
2: as well. The blinking I found just amazing. yeah, constant blinking.
1: Yeah, he's a man with a lot of nervous yeah. tics and yeah, he does burps. But I get those burps as well sometimes <laughs> when I when I'm nervous <laughs> or if someone talks to me about like a meeting that I'm terrified of having or something, I start belching like <laughs> acid <ass of> reflux. <laughs> um, I could I could imagine you how all just
3: you know <laughs> stealing sandwiches from a supermarket as well quite easily. <laughs> uh, that that is something I imagine you could do in your spare time just what? to keep yourself excited by. <laughs> Life, <laughs> yeah.
1: I can't believe that I've turned into the bum joke uh, rather than Jamie. Unbelievable. <laughs> use iTunes and just write the jinx into it. And we it. should
3: like, this isn't even a, it's not a, 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 a box set in the sense that it's not like a running series of shows, it's just a one-off five-episode right, right. investigation right. and yeah. that makes it easier to just get into some people get a bit scared by a long series, don't they? So yeah. there you go. It's that, was,
1: that was the beauty of it as well, it was like, oh, this is short. In fact, yeah. The Walkie Dead was a lot shorter than I thought, like there's not as many episodes as you get in mm. a lot series. But I can't believe that I haven't mentioned already that every box set for the last few weeks I've been moaning about The Good Wife right? Saying that I don't understand why I should give a shit about these people. And a while ago our internet department known as Adam um, mentioned on an email to Jamie he said oh Jamie The Good Wife didn't see that coming and ever since (laughs) for like five months ever since I've been thinking what is this thing that he was referencing? Well Today, my wife and I sat down and watched an episode... You saw what was coming. ...that made us shit out of our mouths. Oh, (laughs) whoa, whoa,
4: whoa.
1: (laughs) What a phenomenal... I, oh, my God, Jay. yeah. I'm so glad yeah. that you persuaded me to stick with it because after four series of almost <laughs> mind-numbing shite, something happens that um, genuinely, you know, you set up this, basically you set up this series that is like, you know, background-notice friendly, like Chuck or something like that. There's that kind of stuff that I like to just put on at the end of a hard day or a slow day stealing sandwiches. And then all of a sudden... Um, They do something within that program that just makes you go, you've just you've just messed with my entire evening. Mm. Nothing will ever be the same again.
3: Yeah, totally. Uh,
1: So, Jack, um, Christian, have either of you watched The Good Wife?
2: I've never watched
1: it. Jack hasn't. Christian's watched the first couple of what series or episodes? No,
2: first couple of episodes, but I didn't I didn't really take to it.
1: No, no. Well, it does get better, Christian. Uh, okay. I would still advise watching Chuck over it, but
0: <laughs>
1: that said, um, oh, my God, Jamie, and anyone yeah. who's seen, they just, oh, my God.
3: It, it, it totally comes out of nowhere, doesn't it, as well? Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes, it does. It comes <laughs> out of nowhere.
3: Mm. And my
1: wife and I just went, what the effing f?" What and then I had to go and have a massage, right? Because that's <laughs> I, I'm not not as a result. I just had one booked, and um, uh, and so I went and had a massage. I had five minutes to get to the massage after this finish, this episode. I couldn't enjoy the massage. I was just lying there going, "What
2: the f? What the f just happened?" They should put that onto the uh, onto the blurb at the front of the box set. Yes, so I shot out of my mouth and I had to have. <laughs>
0: And
1: Five stars. And then my wife went to the gym and I, it was like a two-hour gap in between watching this episode and seeing each other again. First thing she said when she walked through the doors, what the F happened? It was like, <laughs> she could, she hadn't got
2: over it either. How long do you have to go into the series to get this this bombshell? Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, yeah, four, oh, four, uh, four seasons. Good four, four and a half. Four
4: seasons.
1: Yeah, good four and a <laughs> half seasons. Four seasons. Wow. <laughs>
2: that
1: is it, winter spring, summer, and autumn. <laughs> Those the... I
2: don't know if I would have the patience just for that payoff.
1: Uh, what can I say? Was it worth it? I think it probably was. Yeah. Ah, okay. Well, was it? Or or am I just, is it just like cabin fever and finally someone's opened the mm. uh, porthole?
3: It was worth it, Howell. God damn it.
1: Yeah, well, I certainly think that things are going to get a lot more exciting and grown up from here from here on in. I think it's just trusting that, first of all, Christian, the beginning of The Good Wife just looks shit. It's not got mm. any style, this program. Um, yeah. That gets better. And then um, and then you get to the point that I've described where you're going, why do I care about these fucking rich lawyers, just really, really <laughs> rich people? Uh, and I'm supposed to be siding one against the other, and they're all just abusing the truth in order to make a million dollars. Um, and then something happens, and you go, "Oh, now that's interesting." It doesn't really change the fact that they're all f- fuckers, but it—it's—it's kind of good. But
2: I was under the impression when I when I saw, I, I remember um, this is going to centre, but, but when it first came out, I, I was—I happened to be in New York when, when it came out, mm. and there was big billboards of. Um, Oh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Margulies, is that her name? Yeah, yeah. Julianna Margulies. Mar- yeah. Mar- so and there's big billboards of her up everywhere. And I thought, ooh, that looks that looks really good. So I'm quite a fan of hers. I quite like her. Yeah. Um, I, I liked her like an Eeyore and, and stuff like that. So Yeah. And I watched the first couple of episodes, and I was expecting it to be more like House of Cards or something like that, that sort of vibe yeah, from yeah. it. Yeah. When it wasn't, I sort of went, ah,
3: no.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's very much the ER of its generation, really. You know, yeah. it's, it's that kind of um, mainstream fodder, I think. But mm. but it is better than that. you know, is it is good. Whereas Er, I think went completely tits up five seasons in. This oh, yeah. one's like uh, so, suddenly seemingly changing gear, improving mm. with age. I think what is very sad is that Ridley Scott and his brother Tony Scott. Are the executive producers and their names always come up at the end of the credits and the, at the beginning of the credits? And there's a point at which it just turns to Ridley because, of course, Tony commits. Interest. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that's very sad. that and That you, is very you, sad, you, yeah. You think about the, the um, yeah, well, a good venture, a good brotherly venture that was going on there. And there. Mm. Suicide's not very nice. That's the message of today's podcast. Um, <laughs> so please try and That's avoid all
2: jinxed. it. Suicide is not... <laughs> yeah,
1: not. yeah. Hey, we've not done the chart this week. Are you interested in knowing what the top ten are this week? Absolutely. Um, Outlander's at number ten. Come on, Jack. Have you watched it?
4: Nope. I don't even know what it's about. Nah, neither do we. Number nah, nine is
1: Luther. Luther. <laughs> Has anyone had a good oh, Luther recently?
4: Amazing. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, dear. Do
1: you love it, Jack?
4: I think it's brilliant. I'm so excited for the Christmas special as well. Yeah,
3: it's coming up soon, isn't it? Yeah. Now, yeah. Jack,
2: Jack was. I've m- never watched it, but I think because of the Christmas special, because I saw the the, um, the trailer for it, and I thought, oh, I'll, I'll probably give give this a go. Mm. Uh, it's, got the, it's, on it's the Sky guy on
1: it again. Was it Idris Albert, Idris, El- Idris Elba, Stringer yeah. Bell from The Wire. So, Jack, you missed yeah. The Wire episode last week. Have you, um, You've you not watched The Wire, have you?
4: No, no, never See, seen it.
1: A lot of people are put off by Luther because um, it's not Stringer Bell, and Stringer Bell is such a massive character. I found it very hard to watch Luther after watching The, the Wire because it just suddenly seemed like a shit British thing. Compared to the way, have you? Did you watch it, Jamie?
3: Yeah, I I've watched. I, I've watched all of Luther, and uh, well, no, I mean I'm not spit, but I, I do like it. But yeah, I don't think it's like a, I think it's a level below. A lot of uh, a lot of sort of the the, the best stuff, but it, it, he is engaging. He's a good like charismatic presence on screen, and um, mm. yeah, I, I'm just not a massive fan. Like I know people do love it though, and it's won a lot of awards.
1: I've been thinking about good things to watch at Christmas recently, and at number eight in the chart this week is one that I've uh, found a particular favourite, and it's Fargo. Oh have we been watching the, two, the latest series of Fargo anybody? Struggling with season two I have oh. to say
3: I'm, I, I, I'm going to watch it all but it's like it's a lot I don't know why but it just feels really heavy without having the sort of lighter touch of the first season and uh, I've not got into it as yet but I am going to finish it.
1: What light touch did the first season have? I don't know
3: what it was I think it was Billy Bob Thornton's character it was so engaging so Like um, such a so and so wonderfully like horrible, and then you had the really pathetic Martin Freeman character. Mm. And uh, I don't know, this season has been quite just, just really like I found it really hard going, like a bit more of a slog.
1: Point taken. um, Try watching it on a Sunday. That's my advice. I found that I struggled uh, during the week uh, because it does require a bit of patience. But when it comes to the weekend and things are a bit, you know. The world's a bit slower. It's just brilliant, and we're, we're up to date with it at the moment. It's so good. Have either of you two been watching it?
2: Uh, I watched the um, watched the first uh, like four episodes of the first series, and again, I just I just didn't I just didn't get into it, and I and I think the main reason is it's just Martin Freeman. I just. I just didn't. I just couldn't believe Martin Freeman. Uh, so
1: it's, it's, I I um I always had a problem with Freeman as well, Christian. I have to yeah. say I am different from Jamie. I've actually preferred this second series. Um, right. Billy Bob was great in the first, but I, like you, have always had an issue with with what is. Um, I, I think he's probably an excellent actor. Yeah. I just um. He's I, t- totally miscast. I think in it. Yeah,
2: I, I, yeah. Yeah. I just. Uh, I it just, about just about wasn't it? believable
1: yeah but i I don't really buy him as um Dr Watson in a way either mm. I just, he's someone who plays um he he plays himself in that same way that lots of people do like Tom Hanks and people I suppose maybe yeah. it's just it's his mannerisms that just seem so demonstrative he just yeah. he always seems to be displaying so much that in person I would want to
2: smack him around the face. <laughs> Do you, do you know what it is Hal? you know and I've and I've pinpointed this about Martin Freeman before I've had this discussion with some people yeah. and they've all gone oh yeah, yeah. and it's every, in everything that he does mm. whether it be the whether it's the, the office or the Hobbit mm. or Sherlock or Fargo he has this one tick that he does all the time this one kind of acting tick yeah. which is that he does a double take this kind of double That's take it. with his eyes rolled so he sort of looks up at the air like oh God like that yeah, a mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This undisbelieving double take. And I think it just ruins everything. He should be told not to do
1: it. It's t- it you're absolutely right. It's, it's demonstrative. It's, if, someone ro- if my wife rolls her eyes in front of me, I tell her that I'm going to punch her. <laughs> um, and then, of course, she gets me in a headlock. And... <laughs> Uh, insists that that will never happen. I've I've never told my wife I'm going to punch it. Um, <laughs> I've certainly never punched it. Uh, but I I always wonder who are you performing for? If somebody ever rolls their eyes, it's for the benefit of somebody other than the one other person in the conversation. You know, it's showing the world that I am annoyed with you. And yeah. and he does it. He 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 does it in so many ways. Constantly. Um, I think mine's. I, I like him. I mean, I know what you mean,
3: though. He has like a almost like his fallback mannerisms that he uses. But um, I think he's perfectly cast for that role. He's such a like He's such a dick in uh, Fargo. <laughs> he's such a uh, and, and he's put and he's such a weasel. And it's a lot like the. Um, the william h macy character in the actual film isn't he in that way mm. um but I, I thought he was really well cast and I, I know what you mean early on i found it in the first couple of episodes i was like what's mine freeman doing in this this mm. is weird mm. i did gradually get used to him and i really sort of thought you he got you he, he got really good near the end so
1: yeah, yeah i think
3: you just have to get used to him a little bit but
1: yeah you're wrong obviously but <laughs> jack <laughs> um, <laughs> jack what annoys you about mine freeman
4: I think he's all right, to be honest. I all right, think he's right, getting a bit on. of a bad rapper. I don't like him in Far- I've watched the first season of Fargo. I didn't really like him in that, probably because I love Sherlock so much. But then I only really love that because of Benedict Cumberbatch.
1: Maybe he's amazing. I, I, I certainly think that Fargo is something that is well worth sticking with, Christian, because I, I, I think you'll change your mind about uh, Martin's talents somewhat. Season two really is worth sticking with. Kirsten Dunst's character gets better and funnier there is there's a scene in the in the last episode that was out there is a whole um bit of business basically in a cabin in the woods Mm. and it is one of the funniest scenes that i've seen you know that that coen brothers world of like when they really start getting very funny in a very dark way (laughs) it's brilliant and it, it just begins to snowball which is why I think it's a good thing to watch Christmas because of the snowballs. Let's move on. At number seven, Only Fools and Horses, speaking of Christmas. At number five, Homeland. No, number six, Homeland. Brilliant. The
3: last episode, there's there's one more to come. The last episode I watched of Homeland was... Just insanely intense. I mean, mm. it, it, it's just, uh, 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 just the tension in my body when I'm watching Homeland is worth the fee. It's amazing.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, as if you pay for anything. Walking Dead, Car Share, <laughs> Big Bang Theory, Downton Abbey, Game of Thrones. That's the rest of the chart, which hasn't changed Uh, For a long time. But, interestingly, the algorithm department this week, who can't join us this week because Mm. he is at the cast and crew screening of the latest Star Wars movie. what? What the hell? I can't give you any more information Mm. on that because both Ben and I will be shot if we discuss it. But how about that? (laughs) That's Um, crazy. But he does point out, other than mentioning that that positions 11 and 12 in the chart are Better Call Saul and The Complete Breaking Bad. So there's some proper good quality knocking on that door of shite.
2: Game of Thrones, you know that they're starting to show Game of Thrones from the very beginning on Sky from yes. Saturday night. Yes. There
1: you go if you've never watched it before. Do now's it. Now's your chance to get Do on it. board. I watched a Christmas film this week that... I didn't realise how good this was. Let's talk comedy with Christian Talbot now. Mm -hmm. Christian, when was the last time you watched National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation?
2: Oh, last year, last Christmas.
1: I wrote off this as a child, in a way, because I saw it as fairly, because it was on in the 80s. I just sort of imagined that it was, yeah, it was funny, but it was funny when I was eight. Um, That film is you know it's it's perfect it's a perfect comedy film it's almost exactly 90 minutes i think it's 92 minutes Mm -hmm. perfect timing you get straight in like straight in he's trying to attach a million lights to the house within five (laughs) minutes of that film starting and it's just it's just scene after scene after scene of sitcom brilliant characters and um, something that I think is very different nowadays, when you think of Will Ferrell and people, um, mm. the central character Chevy Chase, he doesn't play stupid, uh, he, or, or he doesn't, he doesn't need to over exaggerate himself, no. or, or in Ben Stiller's case, kind of under weird himself, under exaggerate. Chevy Chase is this perfect balance between being really normal and looking at these bizarre characters that turn up in his life, um, you know, and, and acting as all the audience, whilst also being a little bit naive and a little bit stupid and those things which will, you know, help it along. But it just seems that he he manages to pull off what are amazing comic setups with um, with naturalism, with the, like a naturalistic ease that I don't think we see anymore. I don't think we see it. no. No, I don't think so. Tell us about he's, comedy, Christian.
2: Well, I think he's. Um, I, I think it's all the more funnier now that when you see uh, when you see him in community, and you know that there's been the whole. That, I mean, Chevy Chase is not a nice man, and I think that's kind of that's kind of well known in the entertainment. Is universe.
1: it? Is it? Yeah. yeah, Here we go. He's, another lawsuit this week. No, but
2: he's pretty. No, no, no. I don't. You don't need to. I, I'm not. I don't think I'm def- defaming him in any way. But I think um, no. There's plenty on the internet. Just look. Just Google Chevy Chase, and I think you'll see some of the um, some of the terrible things <laughs> and he's said to people and how rude he's been to them. But really? He's, yeah. But I think it makes it all the funnier than actually seeing him in stuff like the the any of the National Lampoon films, you know, The Vacation or The Christmas. Mm. Uh, um and I I think he's I still think he's wonderful. I still think he's brilliant. So what- uh, I think he's a fantastic actor. And I love everything that he's ever I I love everything he's done on on Saturday Night Live. I recently rewatched some of the the you know, the first series of Saturday Night Live. Really? Um where he was on us and um uh, John Belushi and um, Bill Murray and Bill, Bill Murray and those sort of guys on it, and it is absolutely. I mean, I, I I I still think it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah. So, but I, it, uh, but again, I just I think I think a kind of remo- there, there was a sort of a golden age. I think back in American comedy where you had uh, Chevy Chase and Steve Martin and and Steve Guttenberg and all all these sort of guys that you don't really hear very much of that don't do an awful lot these days. But they were kind of a, a gang, a kind of a, a comedy gang, and um, I kind of look on a lot of those sort of the the, the films that they did in those days, sort of very nostalgically. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, 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 you know, even though he's, ter- he's he's an awful man, but he's very very funny.
1: <laughs> what sort of awful things has he done?
2: Has <laughs> <laughs> he done? Um,
1: <clears throat> Allegedly,
2: I think, I, think I, I I can't really repeat it. But if you Google the voicemail, Google the voicemail that he sent to. Um, Oh, what's his name? The creator of Community. Uh, yeah.
3: Um, oh, Harmon. Dan, Dan Harman. Yeah, Mark Harmon. Is it Mark Harmon? No, not Mark Harmon. Dan, I think. D- Dan? Dan, Dan Harmon.
2: Can you uh, Google Dan Harmon and Chevy Chase and listen to the voicemail that Chevy Chase left him? It's just
1: uh, a fucking mediocre sitcom. Is one <laughs> quote. <laughs> 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 Uh, uh, yeah, I, obviously, I can't play it on here, I don't think, but um, I'm just trying to find some quotes. Yeah, It's very
2: easily found It ain't.
1: It the ain't funny words to words me because I'm 67 years old and I've been doing this a long time. I've been making a lot of people laugh a lot better than this. It's <laughs> just a fucking mediocre sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you see, <clears> throat> this...
2: Throat> Go on. Sorry. He had Dan Harmon, I think, fired from. Uh, I mean, Dan Harmon was sort of fired from doing one season of Community, and then he had to come back, and then they had to work together again, which I just find hilarious. I mean, just how imagine how awkward that is. I mean, that was just horrendous stuff.
3: Well, I think when Dan Harmon returned, he'd already he'd, Chevy had left.
2: I'd oh, left. Sorry. He'd yeah, left. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, just awkwardness, absolute awkwardness. Terrible. Wow, horrendous.
1: Well, you know what? That, I think that you're talking about this golden age and I think as well that the golden age has something to do with huge ego. And mm. um, uh, Oh, and as Jamie and I found in the radio industry, um, you know, more and more of our experience taught us that unless you... It, there are two ways of being left alone to do your job. One is to have huge listening figures and uh, but then even then you need to probably have something of the second which is to have the balls or the ego to actually say to someone who wants to give you feedback say to them fuck off this is my (laughs) you know know, this is my shop kind of thing and and if you do that you very quickly unless you've got the figures to fall back on you're going to very quickly be branded an ego ego. Mm -hmm. and um and and it, I see more and more that it seems like the people who survive are the ones who are able somehow to ring-fence their creativity. And those guys, when you look at Bill Murray's Christmas special on Netflix, which I oh, love, yeah. <laughs> um, you, you look at those guys and you go, "That's that's the world they came from. And it's because they came from being people like Christian here, stand-up comics, who mm. have to have the fearlessness to go and stand in front of so many people. And bear the bollocks every day. If you've got that kind of that bit of your brain is missing, that tells you that this isn't a sensible thing to do. You know that bit of fear is missing. Perhaps what comes with that is also the ability to just just you know throw a bottle of scotch at somebody and tell them to get <laughs> out, which is sounds like the kind of thing Shady Chase might do. Yeah,
2: he's well. I don't. I don't know. I, I think. Um, I. I, I uh, what do people say that um you've either got to be uh oh i can't remember the three there's three things or four things or something but you can only be three of them which is you know you can be talented and uh a horrible person and you know professional i can't remember what it is now but yeah but basically you really need to if you're going to be a really terrible person you've got to have the talent to back it up yes yeah yeah. And you've got to be um, uh, saleable.
0: <clears throat>
2: yeah, you've got to be popular, and then and then yeah, okay, then you can sort of get away with it. But then once that popularity wanes, yeah. um, then it's it's uh, everybody the knives are out for you. Then I think
1: yeah, and Which you don't I, you, you know you don't have to be a dick with the ego. It's more <laughs> having the balls to because uh, I, I don't imagine that Bill Murray is an. an and, and not a nice person. Hmm. I imagine he's just an aloof person who minds his own business and doesn't suffer fools, you know. But, sure. Um, so I don't think you have to be horrible to people, but I do think you have to have the confidence, the self confidence to go, I'm not, I'm not
2: engaging with this shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that the the two of them. I mean, Bill Murray and 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 uh, and Chevy Chase famously had a had a punch up during the first season <laughs> of um of Saturday Night Live as well, Bill Murray. Uh, he, he was rude to or uh, Chevy Chase was rude to somebody, and Bill Murray walked up to him and just punched. Just punched him right in the face, and they had a. Um, yeah, they, they it took them a long time to kind of uh, be civil to one another again after that. Who put which one punched which one? Oh, Bill Murray punched Chevy Chase for being for, for being a dick to someone.
1: Oh, that's that's brilliant. <laughs>
2: yeah. That is brilliant. I think he left at that point, Chevy Chase had said he was leaving, and he was going off to do his own show and going off to do that, which was which I think was called the Chevy Chase Show, which was a disaster. Um, I think he did like two or three episodes of it, and then it was pulled. But it was absolute; it was an absolute disaster. Wow.
1: Well, yeah. well. Let's Not just so say National Lampoon's the joke writing. The everything about that film is so much more perfect than than I remember. I think it mm. is perfect. Um. Uh. Yeah, Jamie. Um. Uh, have you got anything to add? Oh, did you watch? I was I was going to ask you. Did you watch the Bill Murray, very Murray Christmas?
3: Yeah, yeah. I thought it was uh, it was quite good. I didn't think it was brilliant, but. Um... Like a, so there's a lot of bad singing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, there is. They they, they destroyed Fairy Tale of New York, I mean, They uh, did, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And what's <laughs> what's the dude who was singing it? He's quite famous.
3: So. Oh, the one from the um the New York dolls. Yeah. Forgotten his name, name, but
1: um. Well, I can't remember now. He um he really didn't know the lyrics for it, did he? Yeah. He was yeah. making it up quite a lot. But that was the beauty of the whole thing, didn't you think? It was like it's kind George of Clooney stepping out from behind the Christmas tree.
3: Yeah, no, that <laughs> was quite, <laughs> there was there was some funny bits in it, and uh, it's it's bad when like you you kind of. But I did feel like, oh god, is thank, thank god Miley Cyrus is here because she could sing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I said that, but I actually felt that during the show. But you know, it, it's fun to watch. For, for I just felt like it. It, it was a little bit. Sort of hard to get used to the bad singing, and um, it feels like oh, you're just watching a lot of people drunk having a good time.
1: That was exactly what I loved about it. Is that uh, it was this collection of, you know, Jason Jason Schwartzman's band. Jason, is it Schwartzman?
2: Yeah, yeah, so, yeah,
1: Jason Schwartzman, who we interviewed. So I think we're now one step away from Bill oh, Murray. Yeah. Um, you know, the fact that he got Jason in with his band is. Brilliant. Oh no! That that band was Phoenix. That's the band. Oh. Uh,
3: the lead singer of Phoenix is married, or in, uh, in a relationship with Sofia Coppola, who directed
1: it. So yeah,
2: it, it is quite incestuous. Um, okay. yeah. yeah, but Jason Schwartzman actually
1: plays plays the drums for a band.
3: Yeah, he, he joined in. He was in that band that did that song uh, "California," wasn't it? Yes, Where... he was. Yes,
1: that's yeah. right. Um, I just loved it. I, I just loved it. Jack, have you watched "A Very Merry Christmas"? Of course you haven't.
4: It's on my to-watch list on Netflix, if that counts for anything. Your
1: your to-watch list on Netflix is a shoebox with Netflix written on it. (laughs) and, uh, and 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 a list drawn in sheep shit on the wall of the living room. Uh, there's your to-do list um, And uh, I have
4: started watching Life on Mars about 10 years late to the party have you? but I've just started watching that and I absolutely love it do you? Wow. I think, well I love some aspects of it other aspects are a bit cringy and a yeah. bit like you know yeah. DCI Gene Hunt getting into his car pulling handbrake turns yeah you're wasting your time Jack watch some of the stuff that we tell you to watch
1: <laughs> instead um, well, listen, this has been a very, very long rambling nothing, this podcast, and I can only apologise if oh. we have had people. What? What?
4: So I've just got a text now yeah. of my friend who is cousins with uh, Joseph Gilgan He's... saying that she's just about to talk to him on the phone. Who's Woody from Mrs. England. Oh. oh, wow. So that might pull through. Sometime, yeah. in the, sometime in the future, that might just pull through. Might yes, a star well, Let's keep fingers crossed.
1: Oh well, we need something because you know this is um, flogging a dead horse tonight. Can, eh? I, am, can I
2: ask a, a very practical question? Yes, Christian. If I am to watch uh, either another episode to continue on with the Wire this evening, yeah. or to watch Luther, which should I do? The Wire. The Wire. Okay.
1: Without any question of a doubt. Wire,
2: yeah. Wire. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. That's a answered.
1: I'm sorry, Jack. What what you're currently watching, may you may <laughs> think it's good, but um, you know, I thought Blue Nun was nice when I was your age, <laughs> and then I tasted wine mate, straight from the vineyards of France, um, in France.
2: <laughs>
4: I always, I have this problem where anything that sort of Uh, pre-2000 just sort of write it off apart from The Sopranos and that was because it was I was forced into watching it and I watched it and I did love it yeah but then you know I just see like the white and it just doesn't do anything for me
1: yeah and how's Mad Men going
4: (laughs) not very well (laughs) (laughs) crack on
1: sir crack on (laughs) it will get going I promise you Um, I'll
4: try my best
1: okay hopefully next week we're joined by a Muppet Man um. Anybody is welcome to join again. Same time, same place. And we will pick the energy up. We'll pick the electricity up. Hopefully, we'll all be.
2: Are you, are you guys going to go and see, see Star Wars, by the way, this, this week? Mm, is yes. It
1: this weekend, is it? Definitely.
2: I'm going to go tomorrow night, I think.
1: Oh. I, yeah. I've never liked Star Wars, so persuade me to watch it. <laughs> what?
3: What? If you don't like Star Wars, then don't watch it.
2: Really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, if you don't like it, yeah, if you've not watched Star Wars, don't bother with it. I just yeah, don't exactly get
1: it on um, pretty much any level. It just bores the shit out of me, and I don't know why. How? Well, I don't I understand, understand how. Bad acting. I think your bad. inner child is dead, Howell. I think that's what's wrong. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. But even as a child, I could never watch it. I was like, what's the... Yes, people in these white suits wondering about good versus, yeah. N- n- yeah, I don't know. I I liked Chewbacca and Harrison Ford, obs, but um, <laughs> but then even the you know the, the Ewoks and stuff, it just it always looked to me like it was like it was being like it was a stage, you know, like it was slightly Amdram like there was like I know that there's some children put in those sacks. And they're wandering around as Ewoks,
2: in
1: uh, children <laughs> in sacks, children in sacks, or small people <laughs> in sacks. Uh, it just—it all felt like an extras thing, you know. It was like Christian with his uh, extras experience.
2: But it's not for you. I'm not going to try and persuade you. I think you made some very valid points. But you there.
1: should. Everyone should be trying to persuade. I mean, uh, yeah, I know I should. I will go and watch it though. I went to watch the other ones, and you know.
2: I don't you'll, you won't like it I know now you won't like it
1: no you're missing you're missing something this one is Disney Christian if there is one company that can sort oh, out Star God. Wars right Here we go. if there's one company that can make it a little bit more accessible for people like me um, then th- that will be it. it'll be Disney
2: it'll I've never down. heard anybody say that Star Wars <laughs> wasn't accessible
1: <laughs> accessible for I just wasn't a boy you know I didn't play football I just, I've always thought my penis is a good size. I kind of <laughs> just didn't need the lightsaber. And <laughs> we
2: were you even thinking of lightsabers as a phallic symbol when you were a child? That's I, think just...
1: it, I think you all were. I think you all were. Muppet Man next week, hopefully, talking Boardwalk Empire, but we'll see. If not, maybe we'll do a Christmas uh, special. So thanks, everybody. And look, we've made it all, we've all made it alive to the end of the Jinxed podcast. Yeah! Yay! Let's record a message for the start of this podcast. We highly advise you not to listen to this podcast. It isn't very good. Number one, it rambles lot. <laughs> That's rambles it Take Bye.
2: care, guys.
1: Thanks right. again. Thanks Thank you. Being. Thanks, Jack. Good Bye. luck with the uh, with the shit. <laughs> <laughs>